Stoked to be the Stokes with Brian and Mariana. It's about to get real, you better believe me. Just got married trying to make it through life, see? With perfect honesty and respect, we'll get through anything. Stoked to be the Stokes, yeah. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Stoked to be the Stokes with Brian Lamar Stokes. And Ariana Stokes. Thank you guys for being patient, first of yes. all. Listen, we had to take some time off because we were involved in the Freedom Conference. Ariana was working it. I was working it, singing it. Yes, you but worked. It, it was a great baby. turnout. Shout out to our church, All Nations Worship Assembly, San Bernardino. Such a powerful And weekend. our pastors, Apostle Sherman Dumas and Dr. Jaquette Dumas. Yes. They did an awesome job putting this stuff together. Yes, that was our first time actually attending Freedom Conference. Last year, we had pretty much just joined All mm-hmm. Nations. And this year, we were not only attendees, but also active participants. My first time serving with the Deliverance team. Mm-hmm. And then your first time leading worship at the conference. At the conference, yes. And it was just such a powerful time. We posted some highlights and clips, you know. So online. please check that out, my page yeah. and her page. It's, it's, it's all there. Okay. What? That's a wrap what? Because <laughs> I was like, yeah, we posted some highlights. Let's all go ahead and check it out on she her posted, page. She posted. I'm just saying that, Ariana. <laughs> I thought you were telling me to wrap it up. I wasn't telling you to wrap it up. I'm... Go check it out on our Let me pages, tell you guys something. Y'all. This whole, the, the pregnancy hormones are real. Uh, the pregnancy forgetfulness, the pregnancy mind, it's real. Um, and I don't have a third one, but it's real. And sometimes I just want to take myself outside and just walk in the middle of the street. You know, not that a car is going to come or anything, but, you know, just walk in the middle of the street. Yeah, that a car is going to come and take me away. Take you away where? <laughs> to the hospital so I can have a break. What, does my jacket stink? That's a stink. You're being a weirdo. You're being such a weirdo. Let me tell you guys something today. We went to we went to the doctor's like we went to the doctor's office today. Denim. And okay, it, it's denim. It's it real. It's I know your parents never got you real denim when you were youth, and it was like that stretch jegging stuff. But Whatever. this is the real stuff. This is the real. This is real, baby. This is real. This okay, is real. Just like my strong. diamonds, like diamonds, real. I, I will go get my diamond my bracelet, but you be front. I'm going to tell a story right and now. And I have a story. She, no, no, because she's she's mad extra because we haven't been on, but it's cool. It's cool. Let the me get my story. not sto- about you. <sighs> it's about my, my gosh, diamonds. Guys, can I go. please tell my story? Tell your story. Thank you, baby. We go to the doctor's office today, and this is like so off topic, but I don't care because I want to share. Uh, we, our insurance switched over because uh, Ariana got some insurance. With, got it. Got her new job. It yes. has bomb insurance, better than my job. So we're like, okay, we're gonna go under yours. So um, with the, I don't know how to tell it. With the, with her job, she works at the hospital, but then the doctor has their private office, right? Yes, yes. So we go in there today, and this young lady was at the front desk, and she was giving us attitude because we didn't have this insurance card because the cards ain't come in yet. Right. Right. So um, I'm trying to talk to the lady, and we already done yelped the place because you know we want we want to know you know how business is going. They said, hey, you know the girl in the front, she got an attitude. So we walk in, and I'm like, yeah, the girl in front has an attitude. Yelp, you hit that, you hit that nail right on the head. So she going back and forth talking about, we need the insurance card. I need the front and the back to see it before you can get in here. And she and she's like, okay, why are you looking at me like that? I'm telling the story the right Sorry, way. I'm telling my feelings because you cut me off when I said, I have a story too. And then you were like, oh my gosh, can I tell my story? I don't have time so for like, games. I don't have time for? for games. I don't have time. Uh, I didn't have the insurance card. Age before beauty, right? Anyhow. I already saying I'm anyhow. In, it, okay. Okay, so I guess I'm more beautiful then. I don't know what you want. For- Ariana. Me. Ariana. Ariana. Stop <laughs> saying my name like I'm wrong. You're wrong. I'm seriously going to get upset. Okay. Get upset after I the show. I was just trying to help with your story. I'm try- okay, so finish the story. I wasn't going to finish it. You were asking me what she was saying, and I was saying she said she needed the front and back of the car. Right, 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 right. All that good stuff. So then we call. <laughs> 
I'm gonna just be on pause until. Because I'm trying to get to the end of the story. You you specifically tapped me for help on that. I didn't tap you. I was tapping you because you seemed like you had like a little dirty energy on you, and I'm like, I'm all about good vibes, right? (laughs) Is that how that's what the kids are saying? (laughs) 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 Am I smoking? Am I on a stroke? Shut up. Listen, I didn't have the physical car, which she swore she needed. She swore she needed it, right? I know you can look it up online. And she, she swore- was acting like she couldn't even look up the customer service number online. She said, I don't know the customer service number. We gave her the group number, like just trying to help the girl. Like, hey, we just trying to get in for the for, for the baby. And then you're being mean. And you know that the woman is pregnant because all the, women, eye all the women are here are pregnant and you're being mean. Put a smile on your face. So we're going back and forth in the car, calling the uh, insurance, insurance company group. Yeah whatever, at work. And then she calls the lady at work. Mind you, the doctor is connected to the hospital that Ariana works at. And he really likes me. He knows me. When I met the guy, it was like they go back from 1969 when she wasn't even born. Anyhow. So Ariana's on the phone trying to get the paper and the lady at the front desk just looking at her like she she don't give a D-A-M-N. The doctor walks by. He goes, you? It's It's you. It's you. I'm not going to do the accent. He's African. Why didn't you you just say something? Just call me. And he said, just come back here. And she was like, I don't need the insurance card. I said, no, I will do it for free. Come back here now. When I tell you, when I got up and I walked, and I almost looked at the girl from my side eye, but the Lord told me not to, because, you know, vengeance is, you know, his, says him. But I was just like, girl, you was mean all that time. We told you that she worked at the hospital with him, and you didn't even tell him that it was that girl that was coming here. She didn't even tell him that. She said, it's someone with a Kaiser card. And he was like, well, tell them to go back to Tell them to go back to Kaiser. But she didn't say it's someone who is switching from Kaiser and what she has right now is her Kaiser car. So but when we got back there, I told on her. That's the main part of the story I wanted yeah. to tell. I said, tell her to smile more because she mean. Yeah. She mean. How are you going to work with a whole bunch of women who about to have a first baby or a second baby, third baby? This is the happiest place on earth. They just trying to get their stuff done. But you're going to be mean in the front. But I just felt good that, you know, we VIP. He said, if anything go wrong, I'll do this for free. We're having a baby for free anyhow. But I'm just like, you know, just the yeah, fact that that happened. Super nice. that, that was really good to me. What I Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, no, I was just going to say, everyone other than her was great. Like, everyone that in the true. back, other people in the front, they were a little um, loose, you know, like, you know, they asked for a sample. I gave my sample. There was no label, no lid, nowhere to put it. Brian didn't want it anywhere near him. So I went ahead and put it where it looked like it belonged. Lady threw out my sample. She's like, oh, miss, I'm sorry. I accidentally threw away um, your said, cup. She said, you sure you pregnant? She said, did, did, do you know if it was positive? I said, positive for what? She was like, uh, did you take a pregnancy test like at home? I'm like, ma'am, I'm, yes, I know. For, I said, this isn't my first appointment, just my first appointment here. But I'm like, how you lose somebody? Well, I've, I'm sure I've thrown out people's samples before, but... I was like, this is why you need lids and labels and designated people to receive stuff. Like, even the bathroom, I'm like, I could be putting anything in this sample. You could flush the like, toilet. Like you can't do stuff testing, like that. Babe. I don't know what the test was for. Well, now you're making it seem like people in there smoking crack rock going in the bathroom. No, she was just super sweet, but kind of not. I don't know, but she was really nice. But it was a great experience. My first time with the male OB, I was nervous. Because I thought I would be a lot more uncomfortable than what I was. Not yeah. to mention I work with him. So, you know, we use a real She was nervous. Zone. She was uncomfortable. You he walked in Just a little bit. Oh, you looked Because I'm like, chill. okay, in the office. He's like, he's like, okay. Because they, they told her, can I tell what they said to do it all? Or no? Cause it's, yeah, it's too from much. the waist down. Okay, he's like, know. yeah, take it off from the waist down. I said, okay. He's like, oh, just unstrap the ball set. Okay, cool. I'm like, okay. In my mind, okay. But, you know, she's the one who's actually doing it. Wait, how far are you going with this story? <laughs> what he did? You talking about the women? Yeah. 
He went in there. He said, okay, I'm just going to take the breast. He said, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I said, whoa, bruh. <laughs> bro, bro, you getting they hey, they bigger than what they usually are, bro. These okay. these these are brand new. Okay. Relax and stop touching. Thank I, you. But it was not. I as... said wow. In my mind, I was going wild. You didn't act. But it, wild. because I had to act normal, I had to act like I had some sense. It's all for the baby. But I said, man, that, let that be the last time. Let that be the last yeah, time. Yeah, I don't or, think uh, he has to do that every time. But you know, sweet some part baby of Jesus. Thorough, I'm glad that, you know some people you go to and they're not thorough at all, and it makes you feel like, oh, you just here to be quick, fast, in a hurry. You could easily miss something. So I'm glad that he's thorough, um, and you know, I feel like comfortable with him, which is not what I was expecting. And, he was know, super nice. I was trying to be fresh. It had been a day, so I'm like, Lord, don't. But thankfully, he didn't have to. He didn't have to do as much as I thought he was going to have to do. We listened to the baby, answered a few questions. We were out of there. So next time it should be a lot easier. But, yeah, customer service at the front goes a long way. Because if I didn't know him, I would have been like, oh, we're not coming back here. We're not coming here. We don't want to be here. We're not coming Check back on here. y'all front desk people, y'all. You can't have anybody up there. You can't have everybody not, answering not the phones. You, can have, you can't have everybody interacting with people. She should be filing in the back. She should be filing. At all. She should be collecting the urine samples in the back. And that should be her only <sighs> job. And that's real. Oh, my God. God. Ariana said I had to stop saying, and that's on God. She said, "Don't, don't I start doing so." And that's that. so, and that's real. And that's on, you on, period. on period. That's on period. <laughs> you ready to jump? Into I am. Episode? Oh, this episode that was just like a rant. Oh, wait, one more thing. Okay. And 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 and. And I have one more thing. Because I had a story about my diamonds. Go ahead, tell about your diamonds first, and I'll go. Y'all, I was at work today, and oh, I remember this. Um, one of my coworkers who. You know, we don't talk that much. So when she asks me certain questions, I kind of feel like, oh, we're not really on this level. You know, I don't want to get too chitty chat chat with you. And she was just like, so um, how far along are you? And so then I gave her like an estimate. And then she was like, oh, okay. And then she asked me another question. And I was like, oh, okay, all right, let's move along. And then she was like, so is, is daddy boyfriend or husband? And I have to get better at taking a moment before I just answer folks' questions to assess whether or not I really need to answer it <laughs> or at least to figure out how I'm going to make them realize they should not have asked it because I feel like that's such an inappropriate question. It's not relevant to anything in her life. Like, And then let's say that Brian was not my husband. How would that make me feel to be like, oh, no, yeah, well, he's my boyfriend, and then no, because I know her? She would have been like, oh, okay. And I know I would have felt some kind of way. Not only that, but the ring stays blinging. I talk with my hand. I sit with my hand. <laughs> I drink with my hand. So you're asking if my man is my boyfriend or my husband, but you think this is costume jewelry and I'm just wearing it. Like, who even wears jewelry to work? Like, my hand was on that side. I said, oh, he's my husband. Oh, Okay. And how does that help you? Y'all, I was offended probably for a good 15 minutes. I text Brian, this heifer just <laughs> like, because I'm like, who does that? You I, don't even know I, that, me. That's why I said next time. And was, if you knew me, you would know not to ask something like that. I agree. And next time I said somebody asked something silly like that to you or whatever, because I feel like oftentimes people try to try black women. It just is what it is to get that reaction out of them to say that, oh, she's an angry black woman. Cause people don't just go around. She, I don't think she would. I don't think she would ask somebody else. Oh, no, because there's two other girls in the unit who are pregnant. And granted, she's known them longer. But whatever. You don't ask. I would. You just I don't. don't you just I don't, don't even do ask my patients that. I might ask the father, of the baby. Like I, I don't ask them. I figure it out. And even so, it has nothing to do with their care. So she can't be anywhere near my labor. Next room. time, I, I told Ariana, just ask. Why do you ask? 
Yeah, she be, and I wanted to give a, a curious pause, you know, a curious pause that makes you feel curious as to why you thought to ask that. Just like y'all got to stop question. these people. What? What makes people, you, pe- you got to stop these people, and and I, and I, I mean that. that. I don't know how I mean it, but I mean you got to stop these people. All women, when you're feeling disrespected, they're in the moment. Here are the facts. This is what's going on, mm-hmm. and and if it needs to go further than this, we can go to HR. Yeah. It, it, just, just stop people. You stop giving people the leeway to feel like they have the room to do that mm-hmm. because I'm not the one. And then if I go home crying, then I got to call my husband. My husband got to come in here and burn this place down. It just gets out of hand now quickly. I don't have a job or quickly, benefits. Quickly. Or yes. insurance. And now we're, ha- now we're, and now we're having a baby in here. Now, you wanted a home birth. Girl, you got it. But there will be no tub. It will be that tub in the bathroom. Praise God. Look at him. Look at him moving. So between that lady asking me that foolish question, that distasteful question, as Bertini described it, and then homegirl at the front desk just just being all kinds of attitude and all, I feel like it ties into our episode today because we're talking about authenticity. That That's, yeah, I yeah. don't know what the title of the, of the episode is, but something keeping about being off. Keeping it real. Something about keeping it real. We're going to figure it out. That sounds so 90s corny, but sure, keeping it, keeping Says the man keeping in the it, denim jacket. Keeping it real. And and the buttons. Don't forget and the, the buttons. buttons as well. Your jacket looks good. And on the you, man in the denim jacket put it down to get you pregnant too. So you got oh pregnant by a man in denim jacket. God, yes, so watch I your did. mouth and I watch I mine. Did. Okay. Praise God. Idiot, Hallelujah. We're talking about authenticity because I had to shake off that lady's comments and me not responding in time. Because you know, after the fact, you wait too long and now it seems like you're just trying to like start something up again. Because she texted me thirty minutes later talking about I'm about to walk up to the lady and ask her. And I said, Ariana, let it go. It's too late well, now. I Let it go. That was wrong. I don't do that anymore. And then with the girl at the desk, I felt like, dang, I should have just been like, "Let me speak to the doctor." Because the doctor told I her to speak say, to him myself. Why didn't you just you ask know? for me? And I don't know why I didn't feel like pulling rank would be appropriate. Anyhow, I feel like it ties into our episode because we're talking about how sometimes being 100% authentic can be a little more difficult mm-hmm. than it seems in our minds. Because I come up with really good comebacks and clapbacks and reads and everything like that. I don't always get a chance to. Um, exhibit them. So today we have a real quick something to chew on, right? This one is kind of baby related, pregnancy related, because every day I get like a little notice of some of the, the trending topics on my baby app. And one of them this past week was what is wrong with family members trying to get me to change my child's name? right? Nothing more authentic than a name. We all know we put a lot of special effort into selecting names and and living up to names. And so I opened this thread because, you know, when people ask us if we've been thinking of names, we always have had like ongoing lists, you know, without any specific selections. But I was like, what are people telling this girl about her name? So what she said was, The original poster said that basically she and her husband picked out a name when their family asked. They were telling them, and a lot of people were kind of giving them negative feedback, like, oh, why that? Or, oh, that's so outdated. Or, oh, this will make such a better name. And I was so surprised to see everyone's comments that they could relate because I'm like, why do people think it's okay to say these things or to give any input on what you are going to name your child? It makes the middle of my back burn. If you've already chosen it, like, and then what are you supposed to say back to it when it's people who you normally interact with in a respectful kind of way? Like, because it's not just like, oh, their friend or work or coworker said it. It was like their grandmother, their their father, like people having close relationship with them saying like, oh. You should really think about this one. Or oh, I th- one person said that their mother said three months after the baby was born that they just saw a really great name. And like, what are you supposed to do with that? Go down okay, and change well, at it at the point, social security that's office. Just dumb. That's just that stupid, is so crazy. But okay. 
So she said that um, a lot of people were saying they come up with dummy names, just fake names to throw people off. Either they're really like out there, like Helga, no offense to any Helgas. That's what one person really said on Helga here. Helga G. Pataki, shout out. Hey, Arnold. Uh, you know what's funny about that? What? The voice of Helga was my roommate in college. Really? Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy? Hmm. Helga had the blonde kind of nappy hair, right? Right. Yep. That was her. Lauren Robinson. Anyhow, and so yeah, fun, fun fact. fact. Ah, jeez, <laughs> ah, so corny. Okay, um, but yeah, and a lot of people were saying that they just decided to keep it a secret. Which for us, I mean, we plan on doing a gender reveal. I don't think we plan on doing like a name reveal, but probably because we still have to like you know decide I, on. Let, let me let me tell you something. Let me explain something to you. Mm-hmm. Even if I knew for a fact what I wanted to name the child, I would tell no one on my side mm-hmm. or your side. Mm-hmm. Everybody has too many opinions that they feel are factual. They said I was told from my side they were like, "Oh, if you, if you have a boy, don't don't do that junior stuff." And and my middle finger almost just went up. Oh. I, I'm, <laughs> because in, in my head I'm like, the between me and my child, you have no say, you have no control. Yeah, and if you want to give oh. your name to your child, that's really it, it, it's just it's it's what I it's what I would if I want to name my child. About. Tyrannosaurus Rex, Lamar Jacob Stokes, you will call him T-Rex Stokes. It it will just be what it is. (laughs) Any questions? No, I didn't think so. My family hasn't expressed any comments at all about names. I don't think they've even really asked. So I don't know. I don't know that they would um, give much feedback about it. But I think at the same time, they probably wouldn't ask because just what I know about, like, my family names, I don't feel like people reveal it super early. We always find out once the child is there. That's why I feel like it's going to be. I've never really asked anyone. So I don't think it would be offensive. But I know, like, you, for example, you don't like feeling like you have to withhold information. So, like, let's say we did agree on a name. Would it be hard for you not to tell your people? No one will, no one will know. Okay. When the baby is born... You will know. When we put the gender reveal out, we're going to put out in black and white. Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. We're going to post our gender Good luck. Reveal. Good luck. Eventually. <laughs> eventually. And like I had one patient recently, because you guys know I work in labor and delivery. I had one patient recently who um, said that they, I was like, oh, have you guys chosen a name? And they said, no, we don't choose a name. We have to call someone back in India, tell them the day and the time the child was born, they call us back with the name of the child. And I was like, oh, like that's really specific, you know? So okay. there's no opinions there because it's based on a whole system. So, yeah, we don't really plan on revealing a name when we do decide on a name and once we do know the gender and everything. So, yeah. I think when, you, when we have conversations about the baby and conversations about what names we would want the baby to have, I think it's just like a beautiful intimate moment between the two of us. And I feel like, just like when we, we took a while to let people know that we were pregnant, even uh-huh. people who were close close to us, mm-hmm. um, I think it's a beautiful thing just to have that sacred space and that secret for a minute to hold on to it. Because I literally squeezed all the joy out of knowing that you were pregnant before we announced it to the world. Yeah. So anything that people were going to give me back was just going to be like an overflow of what I was already feeling about it. But I couldn't give anybody an opportunity to be able to like pierce it with anything negative. Like, I had that wall built up. Not even a a bad wall, but, you know, just a good wall built up and just holding on to that happiness that, like, anything anybody could say, it it, it would only make it better. Nothing could take me down. Yeah. I mean, I thought we had a few reactions that were, like, less than exciting, which made 
me a little disappointed. Like, oh, okay. Well, that, oh, okay. okay. I, I do fun. remember that Why for you. you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not for me, but yeah, yeah. For oh, you. at I all? Remember. Oh, that's good. Praise God. Yeah, no, no. Oh, okay. Are you, am I forgetting something? I, I remember it for me, and I remember thinking like, hmm. But at the same time, it was kind of, I mean, you, you got it. Like my dad says, you got to know your people. So I know certain people. I was kind of like, oh. Let's see how this goes. And then it was just Ariana, how I people, thought it was going to go. Ariana, the people that you thought that were going to be a little, uh-uh, you said it before. Anyway. I know. That's uh-uh. what I just oh. said. I'm like, oh, that's how I thought it was right, going right. to go. So, but, but it was still, still disappointing. Hoping, you were still, it was still hoping that like, it was going to be better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, some people me. are really basura. Really? No, no, no. You, They're not you know, basura. They have their own stuff going on. I've encountered people, and we've probably been to people at some point, where it's just hard for them to emote. I I do. Okay, I agree to disagree. I agree with myself. Because I feel like, well, I'm not going to get into it, but I just feel like people have thrown their own stuff that they're dealing with. So they're doing their best. Everyone is doing Anybody their tell best. me that they're having a baby and that they're excited about it, even if I'm having the worst day ever, I am going to dig up all the joy that I have and celebrate them. I know, but everybody's not you. I understand that. They should try to be then. Because well, I'm just trying, trying to be like Jesus. They're best. <laughs> they're, they're literally All right, I'm kidding. You guys best. get what I'm saying, though, Yes, I hope. yes, yes. So that was our something to chew on. But, you know, just, I mean, even when you're interacting with a couple or a woman who's pregnant, be sensitive because every opinion, even if it doesn't get taken into consideration on the road, it counts, you know? So whether it's a comment about the name or even if it's like, oh, are y'all hoping for a boy or a girl? And they say one sex and then you're like, oh, but the opposite sex is so much easier or so much better. Like, no, just whatever they say, just support it. Just support it because they're telling you their truth. It's a vulnerable moment. It's a vulnerable time. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes people just say some kind of reckless things in passing and it's like, okay, well, that's not really in- encouraging, but thank you. I'll take that with a grain of salt or a whole tablespoon. So, yeah. <laughs> or not at all. <laughs> so just careful with the opinion. So yeah, we don't really plan on revealing any name and then when we do get the gender, we're going to do it with our families and then eventually we'll share it, you know, online. But I'm super excited because that'll be soon. Mm-hmm. That'll be soon. Okay, so topic today, authenticity. Remind me to ask you something after this. Okay. About how we're going to get the gender in before we go to do the gender reveal. Okay, I can do that. Okay, okay. so <laughs> we want, this was actually Brian's episode idea to talk about authenticity and just kind of being yourself and how it's not always as easy as it seems and really how we've had some encounters because this is not like a, a teaching thing of here's how you can be your authentic self in the real world today. No, this is I'm um, still working here's on some it. times that we were not our authentic selves and we had, we kicked ourselves afterwards and now we're trying to get better at it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but one of them, one of the first topics we talked about was being yourself everywhere with everyone and I was telling Brian I saw this meme earlier um it was like this cat with all these colors and all these awkward positions like at once like an arm up a leg up a head tilted and it was like when you're in a room with people from different uh seasons or stages or parts of your life and you're trying to be the yourself that you've been with each of those people all at once that was me at the wedding (laughs) that's what Brian said that was me at the wedding oh lord I'm like, this is a true me because I feel like growing up, I was perceived as one way in my family. I was perceived as one way at church, went off to school, you know, had a little more time and space to kind of ex- expand my identity, but it was still my true self, you mm-hmm. know, um, graduated. And, you know, so it was just kind of like, and then when I get around people who were not in those settings with me and I do something that to me is very much so myself and they're looking at me like, oh, Oh, Ari, I didn't know you. Right, when she was twerking at the wedding. Oh, yeah. I didn't even know who that was. Uh, 
<laughs> and I'm just like, oh, and it, it and it makes me not feel ashamed, but just kind of like awkward. Cause now like I'm being myself and you've called me out, which makes it feel like I'm doing something that's not normal. But it is normal for me. You just haven't been. Mm-hmm. Which makes sense because I have no reason to do certain things in certain places, like at church or in class or something like that. Right. You know? Right. I don't I think agree. it's being fake, but it's just kind of like Okay, what was what have your experiences been? Why do you say at the wedding? I feel like you were very much yourself I, I, at the I wedding. Don't, I, I... <laughs> you were happy and free. Sure, happy and free, but I'm still like everybody from like a different. No, you're right. At the wedding, it was cool, but at the same time, I was just like, let me be chill and holy over here. Right, I'm a little loose over here. Oh, okay. Just a little bit, you know. And we had a lot of extended family you had never met before. Right. And you know, her family, family is like members. the etiquette committee, uh, 1969. Yeah, me and my grandma, we joke about that. The pro- pro- levels of protocol, me and my mom. But yeah, so, but I'm trying to think other places you've been. Or like, for example, there are times, like when Brian and I first started dating, there are times where I used to be really concerned about how he would handle himself in public with people who we were not in like an intimate circle with because I'm like, you're a worship leader at our church. And if people see you talking like this or joking like this out here, not that it was anything terrible, you know, he got, he got more sense than a little bit, but like you, you could possibly have them thinking like, Oh, that's just his stage persona. Oh, worship leader. Oh, Christian. But like off stage, he's just it's your mother's stage. Right, persona. Like, huh? <laughs> that's, what I'm that's your mother's stage persona. But she Brian works the stage every night. If I work the stage, me. she works the stage. He would tell me, look, I'm getting comfortable being myself. I don't need you saying, like, oh, you should, what did you say, like, tone down this part or don't do so much of this one. Like, this is me being free and being me, and it's not hurting anybody. And, like, that's true, but I struggled with it because I'm, like, one thing I struggle with is other people's opinions. And I'm just like, I just want mm-hmm. people to not believe your your witness, you know? Like, like mm-hmm. oh, and think like, oh, he's just, this is just for the stage, just for the church, but the way he walks in real life. And it wasn't even bad stuff, but I would be, like, overly concerned with it. And maybe you, were you ever? Well, you probably weren't. I, I, maybe sometimes, and sometimes not. Because I think trying to keep up with some image that, that I'm just perfect all the time, that's exhausting. Mm-hmm. I mean, shoot, they should know I'm not perfect. <laughs> I never like to eat. <laughs> Start there. I mean, start there. But yeah, yeah, I'm just like, I think at that point, I was just like, I'm so over this whole facade of trying to be perfect. Mm-hmm. Like, let me, oh, he, let me, oh, this person walking down the street, sit down. Let me get a bucket of water and wash your feet. Because I'm just like, Jesus, and I need everybody to see it. Like, but whatever. Another reason why I love our church, because one thing we always say is we are all jacked, jacked up. up. <laughs> so there's no reason to feel judgment. And someone said sometimes the way you respond to other people really reflects how you feel. And so that probably was true in my case, because, you know, I've already said I can be really judgy sometimes. So I think I just didn't want people can judging she? you the way I would be judging you right, if I didn't right, know you. Right. Yikes. Okay. Ugh, that's not pretty. I just had that, that realization. Yeah. Okay. So She's being yourself with everyone with, with everywhere with everyone. Okay. Difficulties being ourselves on the podcast, which has been an ongoing battle. As transparent as we may seem, we've had many an argument after we get off these mics about what was said. After or how it said. we had many an argument before, before, and the episode never even happened. <laughs> A.K.A. yesterday. Sometimes during. <laughs> this is our third take of this episode. Oh, don't tell that! Stop! the heck? That's embarrassing. Why? I don't know. I'm being authentic. It's, it's embarrassing. This is the third take of this episode. We didn't even do the episode yesterday because we got in the fight on the way home. 
I don't even remember about what. Not at all. She started driving the car crazy too. If y'all wonder about that. Y'all, can I tell you? She said, I started she said I was gonna crash this car, and I said, "Well, damn, you were gonna kill three of us." Language, wow. That's see, that's one thing. Okay, <laughs> no, yesterday he got mad at me, and I was upset with him being mad at me because when he's mad, he likes to shut down the conversation. He was like, "I don't have any more to say." I don't. <laughs> I don't like the conversation being because, shut down. Yeah, I was so childish though. When I when I refer, oh, I'm glad you because she said that. she said something. And I said, you should you should understand when you need to just back up a little bit. And then I was trying to finish my sentence. She said, well, I just don't. I, said, I have nothing else to say for the rest of this car ride. So I got quiet for a little bit. <laughs> and then about five blocks later, I was like. She hit the gas. She said. Rrr, rrr. I said, are you crazy? You, maybe you should take, take a headphone off then. Maybe okay, be I can better. do that because it's bothering me. But she's I just trying to distract because she was acting later. crazy yesterday. So she wants to talk about the sound, but I can hear the same sound. It ain't loud. Just talk about yourself now. A few now. blocks later, I was like, may I ask um, a question? And then he gave me permission to ask a question. And then I asked the you question, asked- and he was just like, Ariana, I specifically said I don't have any more to say about this conversation. But you allowed, you opened up the door for me to, he was like, I just feel like you're not even being considerate of the fact that I, and I'm like, me not being considerate would have been, me not being considerate would have been, sorry, me saying like, okay, I'm just going to say what I want to say, even though he asked me to not talk about it anymore. Me being considerate is me saying, hey, tap, tap, gentle tap. Um, could I could I just ask one more question mm, for clarity for no, growth purposes? Her being considerate for growth would purposes to not talk to me because I said I had nothing else to say for this car ride. So if you could have waited the last three minutes of the car ride and not said anything, we got out the car, had a full conversation. You didn't say bada bing, bada boom. I said I have nothing else to say through this car ride. That's what I said. Well, I think because I know when we get home, his line is, okay, I need a minute. So that's another I never 10, say I need a minute. Minutes. I need a moment. I need a moment. Thank you. So that's another 10, 15 minutes of not talking. So I just wanted to get the conversation now while we were there because I felt like you were not right in your anger. So anyways, he wouldn't allow, and I got really angry, and the way that it came out was through my foot to the gas pedal. And I just started, and I had to be like, ooh, girl, get it together. <laughs> Like, do not sin in your anger. I had to start quoting scripture and praying because I was getting so angry and I just wanted to be reckless. And I was like, it's nighttime. It could be pedestrians. Like, just chill. Just chill. And Mm. then I think you made a joke and then I laughed and then I wasn't mad anymore. Yeah, that's how she does. (sighs) That's how I do. I can never win. That's right. You you always win. When I win, you win. Cause we, we are win. one. Hashtag we win. Right, so if you right, lose, right. I win, and we both win. But and if sh- I win, you lose, we both win. Yes, right. Carry to six. And so with the podcast, <laughs> <laughs> that's what you said last night. With the podcast, sometimes we struggle with being authentic, and we kind of came to this conclusion two weeks ago. Is because we don't always agree on on how to accept one another's authenticity. Like, we don't have to be on the same page with being authentic. To a certain extent, yes. But, like, for example, there are certain things that Brian would say or share on the podcast that's his truth, his freedom, his opinion, his his way of joking that's really just not my style. And sometimes it is, and people don't know it, so they think, like, oh, she must be. No, sometimes his style really is my style. Grow with me, okay? And I think that when I kind of step back a little and I'm like, okay, that's your truth. I'm not going to judge you, but don't judge me when I start acting uptight or like approved because I don't want to 
discuss something or share something, whatever, just accept that that's my truth and I'm going to keep a kosher over on this side and don't push me to go any further and I won't push you back to keep you from going as far as you want to go within limits. Then I feel like we had a little bit of breakthrough after that. Okay. When yeah. When it came to I that agree. realization. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Cool. Yeah. So I think that's one part that we're learning with the podcast, but also just applying to life is like, hey. If we're out in public even, you be your best self, I'll be my best self. You know, we have little signals for when something might be going a little bit too far, and that's for one another's protection. But if it's just because it makes me uncomfortable, but it's nothing wrong, then let let him be free because he ain't always been free. Let me be free because I ain't always been free. So enjoy. Live your best life. We 30. This is mm-hmm. 30. Don't don't tell my age. Just oh, like please. you don't want people to know how, how many weeks you really are. Right. Don't, don't tell my age. Right. I'll start this episode all over again. You said you're 30, and according to you, I'm 40. You're closer to 40 than I am. Right, 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 right. Okay, but also, and this is a part I love, somehow, y'all, and some people say it's that protective thing that comes in when you come into parenthood, this pregnancy has made us both a lot more uh, willing to be our authentic selves when it comes with interacting with other people, I feel. Give me an example. Mm, I just know that anytime I bring a situation to you, like, well, what if... They say, my wife is pregnant. You're pregnant. (laughs) If that's what she wants, then give her what she wants. She's pregnant. Like, it's like he has no. Period. There's no discussion. There's no, and I don't even know what the consequence is. I just know there will be one. Like, he's going to handle it. He's always been like that. But I feel like even about little things that he's like, oh, we'll be okay. I'll get it for you. It's like, no, they're going to get it for you because you're pregnant. And I said so. It only makes sense. It only makes sense. Okay, Dad. It doesn't make sense. Me, on the other hand, I feel like I'm just more likely, aside from today, to speak up. Mm-hmm. Like, to say, like, like y'all saw my story about the Chick-fil-A, the girl at Chick-fil-A. We tried to get our free food, and she tried to stay with 7 o'clock, and we've been waiting since 6.56 or whatever. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. <laughs> Turn back the time. Go get your manager. Do what you're going to do. Like, we can Ask all Ask God to make here. the sun stand still. Right. Because like, I'm going to get this food. Figure it out. Okay, and I just feel like there's a lot of things that I'm more willing to stand up for myself for, and I don't think I directly associate it with, oh, because I'm one day gonna have to do this for my child, or I want to set a good example for my child. But it just, it just feels like no, I'm not dealing with this today. Actually, mm-hmm. I, I, we're gonna need to resolve it on my terms. Like that's just the attitude, and even like when it comes to like being, we were at our favorite restaurant. Friday's not my favorite. No, no, Friday's not our favorite. Well, we were at Aries' favorite restaurant, Cracker Barrel. Oh yeah. His stuff wasn't going right, and we left. It's no <laughs> but, longer my favorite, yeah. but okay, yeah. Um, they sent us free, they sent us free meals, free drinks, okay. free desserts. Yes. After that strongly worded letter she wrote, shout out to uh, Miriam Smith for teaching her. Yeah. <laughs> the you ways were more to talk upset to than I was. Yeah, Brian was so upset. We were trying to go eat before a church, and Cracker Barrel just had the longest line, and we had the longest wait. Drinks didn't come till late. Food never came. Manager didn't even care. We walked out of there. Brian told me, I need you to write a letter to corporate now. <laughs> okay. And he walking. And so I'm trying to lighten the mood, and I said, oh, you big mad, huh? Y'all, I guess I wasn't <laughs> supposed to say nothing. He turned around. He said, you think that's funny? You think now's the time to joke? Calling me big mad? Sir, you big mad when I get mad. When I get mad, he jokes and says, No, I don't. Oh, you you mad, man. Oh, okay, yeah, but she said big mad. I'm like, You don't even talk like that. Who do you think you're talking to? 
Big Mad at him. <laughs> I was thinking, he was back. not feeling it. And I was like, okay, let me just hush and write this letter to corporate. They sent us a golden ticket, y'all. We get two free drinks, two free entrees, and two free desserts at our next visit to Cracker Barrel. Um, and then we'll. But they put it for thirty days out. It's not good until thirty days. It's not good until the end of August and only until the end of September. Stupid restrictions. I'm gonna go use it soon. Whatever. Um, We're gonna go when she has a bigger belly. Then they can't say no. I think we can go right What's now. What's next on this list, girl? That was, that was really, unless you had other, I believe you're making me give all the examples. No, I thought uh, my Cracker Barrel example was good. I think overall I wanted to talk about this because it. I think that since, I don't know, since I was a child, mm-hmm. I feel like I've always been like boxed in to have to be a certain way mm-hmm. or pointed out for being a certain way and I should change to be something else. So I think that, as I guess, as I'm going into my 30s, as I continue to find more freedom with, you know, connecting more with Christ and just being more connected with my church family and holding more responsibility in the church, it has opened up my mind to be like, I am free to speak what's on my mind. I'm free to be uh, upset. I'm free to be happy. I'm free to have this joy continuously, even if the people around me don't have it. Um, I'm free to enjoy my job, even if people don't enjoy their jobs. I'm free to enjoy my wife being pregnant, even though people think, oh, you have kids, it's all over. I'm free to do that. And I'm starting to learn how to continue to be happy, continue to be joyful, even in the midst of everybody and their negativity. Because I feel like a lot of people have this negative thing about them that they feel that they need to drag you down to be where they're at so they can, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I'm, tr- I'm starting to learn that, no, I'm going to pull you up or you're going to be left behind, mm-hmm. you know, to, you know, just in that, and get I think right, or get left. right, but there was no like, uh, you know, bottom line to this episode. But I no, feel like everybody just needs to like, you know, be, be just be free to you know express yourself, not being rude, not being disrespectful, but just knowing who you are, feeling who you are, and what you want to do and what you want to be. Getting to choose your friends, getting to choose what family you want to stay connected with, just all of that, just being authentic to yourself, so that you can have a healthy mind being authentic to yourself so that you can have like a healthy mm-hmm. life and that setting was- boundaries and i think the biggest takeaway from what you said was that even if the people in the environment around you are not um on whatever level you're on like it's okay you don't have to sink shoot you don't even have to rise if you need to take a minute and mm. be everybody's up and you're like let me just be here for a minute this yeah. is where i need to be you know because and i don't want people to think that we're making this up because there have been times y'all know like joy has been your word lately praise god um, but like there, I, people know I'm a very joyful person, right? And I've been in situations where I'll come in all perky and I can tell that it is irritating people. Not because I'm talking too much, not because it's too early in the morning, you know, but just because it's like, why are you so happy? Why, like, what is it? You know, why are you so happy? And I've heard people, I was at the airport and there were these two ladies behind me and they were going on and on and on about a coworker of theirs who is always so happy and how it just bugs them so much and there's no way that she can really be that happy and she really should consider toning it down because it's just annoying and no one wants to be around that. And I'm looking like, shoot, she sounds like me. Do people talk like this for real? Like, mm. I did not know that people, like, the level of animosity was high like they were irritated like why is she so extra and how does she not understand that it makes everyone around her feel totally annoyed and there was maybe one person who was like well you know I'm, it doesn't bother me that much I just put my headphones on and no no like I make it a point to make sure that I ask her like could you please keep it down I'm just like wow you are really 
bitter? Like, mm-hmm. what has happened in your life that you can't even accept some, be around somebody else's joy? So it really is difficult sometimes to not feel like, oh, maybe I'm doing too much. Or maybe mm-hmm. I do need to just kind of, you know, like when you're a teenager and you're happy for something, but it's like the cool thing to really not be involved. So you just kind of slink back like, yeah, it's all right. When you know you're really excited to go to your little cousin's party at Chuck E. Cheese with the got bomb pizza. Okay, and you still like the games even though you're 14. I still like the games even though you're 30. It so, is what it is. Like, I don't know. I just feel like a lot of people, you get caught in that cycle, and the next thing you know, you're just walking around like everyone else, just trying to be as chill as possible when God has called you to be joyful. Are you kidding me? When God so, has called you to be joyful. And that's real. Yes. Rejoice in the Lord and that, always. And that's on and God. And I say what? Rejoice. rejoice. Huh? All right. <laughs> All right. I want to end the show a little differently tonight. I want to do high, high. So you do a high, I do a high. Oh, we're not doing prank updates? Uh-huh. We did that already. There's oh, okay. an update? No, no, just a high high. High high. Okay. Update it. So you got a high? Because I got a high if okay, you're not you ready. First. My high. All right. So if you follow me on Instagram, you notice like in my stories that I posted something that was very transparent. And I think it's absolutely great to be free. So for about I've struggled with depression for the last three years, like heavily. Mm-hmm. And then uh one year I was like clinically depressed with anxiety and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So um there was this program that they had at Kaiser that I went through. Mm-hmm. Took about six months. Uh, I was on, you know, two medications for it. I was going to therapy uh, with a psychiatrist and therapy with... Uh, therapist? No, because he was a psychiatrist and then... What? Well, he was a therapist. Therapist? She was a, like, psychiatric nurse. Psychiatric nurse, whatever. Yeah. Well, my high is this, my high that I graduated. Ah! Uh, and they really do call it like just graduated with it because, uh, it's not only about the therapy, but it's about life skills and coaching and just like going through like different like steps. And I literally thought that I was going to be on meds for the rest of my life. I thought it was just like the end all be all. This is what makes me happy. This is what makes it like, this is what makes me stable and like feel good, uh, or feel normal. But then once everything started like changing in life and I started just like, I don't know if it's using the tools or just like the joy of the Lord came over me or whatever. I got to get off both medications. Uh, I only have to, if I want to continue with a therapist, I will. But um, Mm -hmm. I graduated from the nurse practitioner, yada, 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 life coach thing, whatever, Mm -hmm. that program. And it just feels good to feel like myself again. So it's like, I don't, right. Which you haven't seen in three years. Right. So I don't feel like the, because sometimes the meds can make you feel like you're going down a little bit, but not that you're sad, but you're just like at a level. So now that it's just been like different, it's been like a different like type of joy like in my chest. So even like at work, they're like, this guy is like wild. And we literally have a good, like Ariana called me today at work and it was like we were having like a party in there because it's just like, yeah. we just like enjoy, like God put me in that environment just to be like joyful. That's a good environment. And even like with the clients that I work with and the homes that I work with, it's just like a different joy that I get to bring in. So it just feels so good. Like even right now, just to feel like myself, like as yeah. if God just gave me fresh wind and fresh waves that just clean me over and just to feel... Like myself again. Yeah. That, it feels amazing. Yeah. And we're going to talk about it on an episode, like, yeah, deeper. Yeah, it needs a but, whole episode. But it just feels good to actually, like, go through it, not only as a man, but an African, African-American male, because usually we just don't. And shout out to you, because I would have never went or did none of this if if I was alone. I don't think I would. I would just keep living life. You keep. I would have kept sweeping it under the rug and just keep keeping it moving. Yeah. Because it was an uproar when I was going to therapy and I met with, you know, my family. Just a little bit. A little a little yeah. uproar because it's like, oh, they want to make you go 
Which Crazy a lot of people have that reaction. But it's to not true. Medication, like, it's not yeah. true. It's not true yeah. at all. And depression is not forever. Anxiety is not forever. Yeah. Being on the meds, it's just not forever. But we'll talk about that in another episode. But yeah, I just want to say it out loud so because I'm going to keep that. being free. And I do not care what people say. I don't care. I don't care. I believe you. I don't care. But what's your high? Well, that was a really high high. To, you got another high? Has this high high? No, high high as in I do a high, you do a high. Oh, okay, okay. Well, my high's going to sound just No, be pitiful. high. Be high. Um, you're right, you're right. My high, I would say, was... Well, honestly, I believe it was... Um, I'm so happy. Oh, I love you so much. My high was the Freedom Conference, I will say. No, that was a good one. Even though it was very intense, like it was a very intense weekend. Those of us who are serving, you know, um, the preparation, but also like for me, like I said, it was my first time serving on the healing and deliverance team, you know, and I'm, we've both always served at church in the past. I've done like intercession team, but this was different because I genuinely have an interest in learning more about just deliverance ministry. And I don't think that it's just ironic that I work in labor and delivery. And so a lot of times I draw a lot of parallels from like the medical field to, you know, like things that take place spiritually with folks. And so I'm really grateful to be in a church where they are helping to equip us and really just kind of hone those gifts. Um, but <laughs> with the being the Freedom Conference as opposed to like just a regular church service or something like that, you know, I was a little bit, not nervous, but just kind of, I guess, anticipatory of like, okay, like I'm excited, but what am I excited for? What am I, what am I going to, is that, I don't know if I used that oh, okay. exactly right, but you get the gist. I was yes, anticipating, ma'am. you know, what it was going to be like if I was really prepared, you know, um, do I got enough scripture? Do I have, you know, it's kind of like, is my bag packed? Do I have everything I need in my bag? It's pretty much what it felt like. Um, but when the time came to actually, you know, be activated and to operate. I it was like it was really just like okay, I have to empty myself of me and yeah. and put myself aside like I tell yeah. you with worship, yep. you know, and just trust that God was going to do what he wanted to do and what others were going to permit him to do through me, you know, just being the vessel and on the other side of that I was going to get to see God work through me and my faith would be increased with the next time I have to go and or get to go and like, you know, be a part of someone's deliverance or healing or or whatnot. It can be from a greater place of faith. Like, yeah, God's going to do this because I saw him do it before when I didn't even know what I was doing, you know. And so I feel like for me, it was really exciting because I didn't once we started, I didn't really feel nervous. I didn't feel like I had to perform or look or act a certain way or I didn't feel the pressure to um excuse me. I didn't feel the pressure to like it's the baby. Yeah. <laughs> it's the baby. I didn't feel the pressure to like look around and see what others were doing and try to look like that, you know, because one thing that had been prophesied to me was that I have a deliverance ministry but it's based in love, you know. And I know that when I come into contact with people, there is healing that is released, there is like a level of peace that's released, and a lot of times it's through very gentle gestures, through very gentle gestures, or through really like loving words or acts of encouragement, it's not always like, uh, you know, sometimes it is a very shaking conviction, you know, because certain things really frustrate me um, in a righteous way, not like, you know, but, so I feel like in that moment, I feel like I could be myself, and it was effective, and so it's good to know that God will use me as I am, and that he's continuing to grow me. So that was a high because I feel like I even went into work 
this week with a little bit of a pep in my step. Like, yeah, yeah like more authority, I more authority. And praise God for my husband, Brian, because he allowed me, even though he did so much more work, <laughs> he allowed me to take Monday off. Because me and this baby needed to rest. When you make a little money now. And I didn't feel let the girl about take it. a day off. Just I, one, though. That just, was the math. Just one. Just one. I didn't feel bad about it. Because I'm like, oh, but he really. Like, I was like, girl, if you don't go sit down with this baby. So I went and I sat down. And I felt so productive. I got something taken care of around the house. And it just felt like a good way to ease into my week. Um, truth be told, I liked it. I liked it a lot. I said, Lord, if this is what you have for me, I'll be home taking care of the home. All right, Lord, if I can make a third Put more money. Put us on one accord. Do what you going to do. Um, but I also love my job, too. So, you know, there's that. But, yeah. So, yeah, that was my high. I love you. I love you, too. All right, guys. So, if you're not following us on social media, what are you doing with your life? Why not? Uh, at Stoke to be the Stokes. Like I always say, exactly how it sounds. Yes. At Stoke to be the Stokes. If you want to follow my lovely wife, it's at Ariana Nicole Stokes. And yes. if you want to follow me, it's at Brian Lamar Stokes. Yes. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Stoked to be the Stokes with Brian Lamar Stokes. And Ariana Stokes. And remember with love, faith, honesty, and respect, we'll, we'll get, get through, through anything. anything. See you next Tuesday, guys. Bye, or y'all. Wednesday, depending on how she feels yeah. with the baby and whatnot. Because <laughs> I'll be on time. I'll just be waiting for her to come and get around. All right. We love you guys. See you next week. <laughs> Bye.